Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Queer Christian Conversation. Today, we are going to be answering the question, how can I live with non-affirming family and how do I work with non-affirming family? Hey Gabby, welcome. Hello everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to Christian Queer Christian Conversation. Let me move this back a little bit. So um, as you can tell, my background's different. I have some house guests and so I can't do the live in the living room anymore. So I'm downstairs in my office downstairs. So um, we'll see how it goes here. And how have you all been doing? How has been your week since we last talked? Actually, we last talked on Saturday when I did part two and then my phone overheated and I lost a live. So how have y'all been since Saturday? How long was it that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, five days ago? How you doing? Talk to me. Um, for me, I've been doing awesome. Um, so I have, that's the life update for me. I have house guests. And then number two, I just shared it on my story. Um, hey cousin, I just shared it on my story. So I was on the phone, story time, <laughs> before we get into the question. I was on the phone uh, with some friends on a three-way call last Friday. And um, was it Friday? No, it was Saturday. That's why I got all my days messed up. Um, last Saturday, and I guess I was being kind of loud, um, my neighbor said that he tried to get my attention and I didn't hear him and he proceeded to call me an F and B. Now this is an older white man, okay? Gotta be, I don't know, probably in his 70s. Child, I was shocked, okay? Um, I went through all the emotions. I got angry. Um, I wanted to retaliate, okay? This feeds perfectly in what we're going to be talking about today. I got angry. I wanted to retaliate and then I had to pray about it. Hey, Toya. And then I had to pray about it. And God said, because scripture says, as much as it depends on us. Thank you, honey. This is my Beyonce um, inspired look. If you're watching my stories with the blue lip going on. Um, a little, and she had a green dress on. This is the green thing I have. Anyway, so I prayed about it. Scripture says, as much as it depends on us, we should live at peace with people. So I went over there, knocked on the door. His daughter came out. She's an older person. She has a son. I don't know. The boy may be like 12 years old. I don't know. So I'm talking to her like, what's going on? That was inappropriate. And why didn't you just come and say something? Obviously, I wasn't hearing you. And then she says, well, I just don't think um, that you're the person I want to approach because I saw you and your girlfriend on the porch. Like my back porch faces their backyard. So we are like in direct eye contact with each other. And their balcony, their deck is second story and mine's first story. So she's like, well, since I saw um, you and your girlfriend being sexual, um, it didn't seem like, you didn't seem like the kind of person I wanted to approach. I said, excuse me, excuse me? So I said, so if I was straight, would you still have that same problem? And she's like, I just didn't want you being sexual in front of my son. Um, I ended the conversation nicely. I just told her, hey, um, you respect me. I respect you and in the process of me being a problem solver talking to Jesus I went ahead and put up an entire privacy screen okay in my backyard where they can't see anything that I'm up to okay and 
I had to move from a place of being seriously offended um, by her comment to moving into a place of that higher vibration of love, right? Like, I forgive the guy. He's never going to say sorry. I forgive the guy for calling me names. I forgive her for her prejudice. Um, and just, I love them. I'm here. I'm an example. I'm the light and the salt of the earth. So I'm not going to bring my vibration down to your level and meet you where you are. Cause obviously you're not where I am and that's okay. There's grace for that. So, um, I'm living with non-affirming neighbors. <laughs> like the last time when I first started doing these, um, lives on Instagram and I was talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. When I was done, they came and like played a preaching against homosexuality and blasted it so I could hear it. I thought it was the funniest thing. Like, are you really that mad? You have you have that much of an opinion about what someone else is doing with their life that you don't even know. I am a stranger to you, okay? So anyway, that's my life update. What do you guys think about that? Crazy. Um, bless you for your forgiveness for these people. Yes. That was really, really harsh, and that's what we're gonna be talking about today because the question that we're answering, um, yes, Toya, crazy. The question we're answering is how do you live with non-affirming people? And this question normally comes from people who are younger. I know um, most of, not most of, the majority of the younger people I talk to when they set up their free call with me uh, are still living at home. So, um, so I understand where that's coming from. And so I added on to it, working with people who are non-affirming for us, um, older people who are out of the homes, who are financially um, independent, that we may be working with people who are non-affirming. How do you deal with that? So we're going to be talking about all that today. But right before I jump into that, I want you all to know that if you're not aware, I wrote a seven-day devotional called Overcoming Internal Internalized Homophobia for the Our Bible app. So go and subscribe to that. It is um, part of their premium um, package for this month. And for the premium, you can sign up for $4.99 a month or $10.00. And if you are not aware of the Bible app, I'm going to read their, let's see, their about, like the one sentence of their about. So their goal is to provide a platform with the largest compilation of progressive faith-based media content, bringing together writers and readers in one final media hub. And um, their goal is also to untangle the binds that Christian colonizers, I love that, Christian colonizers, um, yay, Gabby, please do it, um, <clears throat> that Christian colonizers have spread across the globe over hundreds of years through highlighting devotionals that are pro-LGBTQ, that are pro-women, and encouraging of interfaith inclusivity. Um, we hope to provide a tool that is needed to create healthy prayer and meditation habits okay so it's really beneficial when you if you go on there and sign up you don't have to pay for to read the devotion that I wrote you do have to pay um, but when you sign up there they open up five devotionals free for you um, for for the month and then there's a really cool thing happening I don't know if you're familiar with queer and faith on Instagram but it's by Rachel Ward and Aaron Green they do a um, 
a weekly a weekly live where they're just talking about um biblical texts and things there's like a piece of hair like right on my lip and if i keep touching it it's gonna smear this blue oh that's gonna be so annoying um we live in the same yes crystal um cheatham yeah in philly right oh awesome oh that's so cool yay yeah i love her she's so amazing so yeah so crystal is the one who um, built this app and has it going and with rachel and aaron starting tomorrow they're doing this really cool thing called bible query on the app okay so make sure you get in there it's free you don't have to subscribe to um have access to it okay so go look that up and um yeah let me see if i'm missing anything do 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 now let's get started so let's answer the question before we go into it here's a disclaimer non-affirming people that doesn't necessarily mean that they hate you okay my neighbors have an opinion about me they may hate me it's not my business whether they hate me or not but people that you live with your family members and coworkers that know you does not necessarily um, mean that they are really hateful or can't stand your presence they're just non-affirming they just don't agree and that is their prerogative to have opinions and beliefs that are different from yours so going into this conversation getting rid of that filter that you are fighting someone who hates you or despises your existence is going to remove the idea that you think you have to be in struggle with those people your job is not to change their mind okay especially living at home you, our job is not to change our mind but if we think that they hate us the way that we respond to them right i had to move into loving those people to be able to forgive them um if i had gotten stuck like oh she must um hate who i am as a person like why are you all up in my porch first of all okay you're doing too much um but if i had that idea that could have started a war between myself and my neighbor and i don't need any of that energy right so that's the first thing first they don't hate you they may it's not your business but if you're living with them working with them and they know you they just have a different set of beliefs and that is okay all right so for our younger brothers and sisters who are living at home the first thing that you have to do is to build an exit plan you have to find a way that you will be able to get away from being financially dependent upon your parents your guardians whoever they may be set a time if it's if there's no date on it it's just a dream you're just daydreaming okay put a date on it like in two years at this time i'm gonna be out of the house because once you do that it makes it easier to deal with the awkwardness the weirdness because you have a plan you have a goal right habakkuk 2 3 when we see it you write it down make it plain those who see it can run with it so the more that you see it the easier it'll be for you to deal with your your environment what's going on all right number two set boundaries okay um i don't know why my phone keeps like going dark it's weird so i have to like keep tapping on the tapping on the screen but that's okay so set boundaries about your personal life what you're going to be discussing what you will not discuss with your family topics that are off limits because you know that they're they're not affirming you know that it's going to lead to an argument you don't want to argue with your family it's not necessary and also because you're still financially dependent on these people 
it's not even worth it. I know it may seem like, oh my gosh, it's gonna take forever. I'm be living here forever. Things are never gonna change, honey, trust me. And I'm talking to my 24 and younger people. If you're 25 and still living home, we could have a separate conversation about that. But if you're 24 and younger living home because you're in school, life seems like it's gonna take forever. I promise you, honey, I'm in my mid thirties and it's not a long time at all. Focus on school, focus on this goal, build a plan, get a job that pays you better, start your savings account, keep your mind focused on those goals instead of trying to focus on battling with your family or trying to engage in conversations that you know that they may be trying to trigger you into a conversation or bait you, just let it go, right? Set the boundary. This is what I'm gonna talk about. This is what is off limits. I'm not having the discussion with you. And, okay, hopefully they're respectful of those boundaries but if they are not don't get discouraged this is the perfect time for you to practice what i did loving those people and forgiving them immediately we are supposed to be as christians right because sometimes we can get so focused on the fact that god accepts us and we're getting christian like we forget about how to be the christian part right the christian part is about us walking in love with people who don't accept us I know, mind blown, right? So the Bible says forgive quickly. So if they push your boundary, if they completely ignore the boundary, and if you haven't read the book, I think it's, is it Henry Townsend? Um, the book Boundaries, go ahead and pick that up, okay? If you're home, if you're not home, it's a good read. Um, to really help you understand what boundaries really mean is not so much about keeping people out, but about really protecting your peace and protecting your space. So if they push it, forgive them. Oh, I know Gabby. So Gabby says she's 24 and she lives on her own, but it's still so hard because you still have that close connection with your family. So this still applies to you and that's fine. Um, so if those people push it, forgive them quickly. Okay. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's difficult, but the more that you do it, the easier it becomes to go to that place where you are in God, where you are sitting up higher in the spirit realm with him and you're looking down at situations and they're not that big like it's not that serious and that you can love people from a really whole beautiful powerful place it's gonna take some time to teach yourself how to get there or learn how to get there with holy spirit but it's completely worth it if this was me this situation that happened with me this weekend if this was me at 24 i would have popped off it would have been on and popping cops would have been called and we would have been in a situation okay because I didn't have the skill that I have now back then. It took time for me to build that. So give yourself some time, be patient, be gracious towards yourself. If you get angry, walk away, get your journal out and journal and talk to Jesus, okay? Number three, always show respect. I know, we are to honor our mothers and fathers the bible doesn't say honor the ones that are really good to you or the ones that are really nice and the perfect no we just honor them we just show them respect because we want the same thing back in return not because they deserve it but because that's our character that is who we are and who we're choosing to be as people so i'm going to show you respect in every situation even if you are disrespecting me this is the part about being christian this is the character building part that's difficult but we are in the perfect position to build that character and be more jesus and more christ-like more love and more light in the earth you being love and light in the earth isn't about everything around you working out perfectly 
okay? You can be love and light all you want <laughs> in your room by yourself. But the real thing hits, you know, it really hits the ground, right? Uh, what's that saying? I can't remember what the saying is. But it really, it really happens in relationship. Our life, the quality of your life is depending upon the quality of your relationships, which is dependent upon the quality of your character. Okay, I'll say that again. The quality of your life is dependent upon the quality of your relationships, which is dependent upon the quality of your character. The highest place of character we can be in and sit in is love. And love doesn't mean everything's always happy all the time. Love means I'm going to choose today to love you. I'm going to choose in this moment to respect you. Not because you deserve it, right? We say it all the time with Jesus. Oh, uh, you know, the whiny Christians like, oh my gosh, I can't believe God loves me. I'm so horrible. That's not a really great way to think about it. But if you think about how perfect God is, how perfect Jesus is, and how much we not mess up in sinning, but how much we run away with run away from him because we don't know his character and he is still constantly pursuing us because he loves us so much. So that is the thing. I'm going to pursue connection with this person that I love. We're talking about family still. With this person that I love, whether they accept me or not, I'm going to choose to love them. And that is what is called being the better person, being the higher version of yourself. I know it sounds really hard. I know. I get it, guys. But I can't go into deep coaching for every person on this line right now. So I'm just giving you as much free 99 as I can today on this, uh, on this live, okay? And then number four, is that number four? One, two, three. I don't have my glasses on. One, two, three, four. Okay, yes. So uh, 1 Corinthians definition of, of love, right? We often forget the, like it comes in the end of it when you read the scripture, this part where it says love keeps no records of wrong. So if your family member is acting up on you, um, and you're like keeping a record of all the things that they're doing wrong to you, that is not love, okay? Love keeps no record of wrong. We just, we forgive and we move on. And the easy way to, it's not like forgiving and forgetting like, oh my gosh, I have no recollection. It's just that I'm not gonna hold that against you. I know it sounds so hard. I know, I know, I know, I know, honey, okay? So, and when this happens and you're keeping a record of wrong, that does not mean that God's not taking care of you, right? The Bible talks about that God is close to the brokenhearted, that he is our comforter. So God is there to comfort you. He's there to take all of your anxieties, all of your worries, like to cast it upon, upon God, okay? So it's not just you all by yourself. We have a personal relationship with God, okay? So he is your strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength, right? I can't get to that part, onto that part unless I actually acknowledge that I'm in pain, that something my family did to me is hurting me, that um, I'm upset, I'm angry, I want to punch them in the throat, okay? I have to acknowledge those feelings. I'm sad, um, I'm feeling really depressed, I'm feeling um, not motivated for life at all. I just want to, whatever the case may be, um, we just, we have God with us. Okay, you are never ever separate from God. We are one with Christ. Okay, um, read John 17, uh, 17, the whole the whole passage to really understand what I'm talking about. Now let's go to the working professionals. Okay, so these are all our older older folks um, working. You out of the home. You're financially independent. You may have some issues with your family, and what we just talked about previously is going to help you. But 
I mean, for me, I'm an adult. <laughs> Whatever my family uh, opinions are of me, it is what it is. I love y'all. Uh, I can love you from here. See, the difference between people who are financially independent and the people who are financially dependent is that you don't have an option to separate yourself from um, physically from toxic people where you can say, I'll love you from over here. Okay, if I'm financially independent, I can say, I love you from over here. I don't need to call you for anything. I don't need your assistance. So I don't need to try to fake a relationship with you because I need something from you. Okay, I love you. And if you're toxic to me as a family member, I can love you from over here. Now with the thing with the um, people who are still working, you can't because you are in a you are in a way financially dependent upon that job, right? You know, the bills paid, <laughs> that light that light gotta stay on, your water gotta keep running, okay, roof over your head. So for now, you are financially dependent upon that job, and so you can't tell them like I'm just gonna quit because y'all don't accept me. It's not gonna work, okay? What did Gabby say? I feel like I have messed up concept of love. My parents feel that not affirming gay people is love. Because if you love someone, you tell them the truth and you don't encourage this. Okay, so that comes from the scripture that says we speak the truth in love. That does not say, um, that does not mean my love for you, right, um, is me not accepting you. That's not what that means, okay? So let me break it down for you. The scripture says we speak the truth in love which means whatever the truth is that i'm speaking to you that i believe the truth the truth to be that means as you as a person okay i'm gonna still love you not um disagree with your identity and not accept you i still accept you i still love you i still affirm you as a person but i'm gonna speak this truth to you in love because i love you Right, and I want the best for you, but that does not mean I'm not going to be affirming of you because this is me loving you. It's a it's a little bit of a nuance, but the nuance is there. Okay, um, so let's go on to the professionals, the people who are financially dependent upon that job. Okay, um, now the same step as we talked to about the people who are still home. Step one, you still need a you still need an exit plan, baby. Okay, get you an exit plan. To get out of that job, if, 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 it's, if it's becoming a situation where it is a hostile work environment for you, where people are overtly being non-affirming of you, obviously take that to HR because that's illegal, okay, first of all. <laughs> but in the meantime, all right, get yourself a plan to get out of there. Whether it's six months, a year, a year and a half, two years, whatever it is, set a plan to get out of there and the same thing goes from before. If I have a plan in my mind, I can deal with that boss that don't like me. I can deal with that coworker that has way too many opinions about who I am as a person. I can deal with that, okay? Number two, for, for um, our working professionals, our financially independent people who are dependent upon their job, <laughs> okay? We still set boundaries again, but these boundaries are stricter. Your coworkers have no right to your personal life. No, they should have no access to your personal life outside of work, okay? So the only conversation I'm having with you is about these job duties on this job description, and that's it, okay? Now, if you've been in the environment for a long time and you came out in the process while being there and they're still calling you to come into conversation with them, keep the conversation about them. 
don't bring your personal life and what's going on in your head and, and all of that into the conversation. Just keep, just redirect, just keep redirecting. So how was your day? How's your family going? How's everything working out for you? Okay, keep it about them and keep your personal life, your personal life, all right? And then number three, okay, seek out support because you are financially able to invest in yourself, right? I am gonna plug you here, set up a call with me because you deserve to be working in an environment that is fully affirming of who you are because guess what? A happy employee is a damn good employee. And I'm speaking from the person who was running an HR department for one of the largest ministries in the US, okay? A happy employee is a good employee. You wanna work where all of you gets to show up. You don't wanna be hiding parts of who you are. Like that is so miserable, right? So I don't want you to be miserable. I want you to be happy. And here's the thing, and here's my testimony. When you're able to fully embrace all of who you are, you'll be able to step into your calling, into your purpose. That sticky doubt that is in your heart, right? Oh, I forgot to introduce myself. Hey everybody, my name is Coach Yema. <laughs> my name is Coach Yema, okay? And I help LGBTQ plus people who identify as Christians to make peace with their faith and their sexuality, okay baby? So that's what you need to do. You got to get all of who you are. I, that was the most miserable time of my life, working in that environment that was not fully affirming of me, that I couldn't even have a conversation and bring my experience with my process of coming into myself, into the job that I was doing. Like I couldn't be fully myself, right? So that was horrible. I hated it. Um, but thankful, thank God, this right here, coaching, is what he called me to. And I can be honest with you guys. I wake up every day ecstatic. I'm so happy that I get to do this work. I love y'all so, so, so much. This work means so much to me. And it's not necessarily that God's gonna call you to do something similar to what I'm doing, but your purpose is locked up in your identity and in that part of the closet that you've like, I don't want this to come out. I don't wanna deal with this right now. You gotta be all of who you are because all of who you are is gonna be required for you to fulfill your purpose. And that's just keeping it 100, okay? So that was it for today. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. The phone did not overheat, so thank you, Jesus. Um, I'll save this to the, um, just that I said that the lights start blinking. Oh, Jesus, help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Um, so I'm gonna save it to IGTV, and then we have one more question that we're answering, and then after that, we're gonna go into where I'll just have topics that I'll teach on. I'll let you all know about the topics ahead of time so you can ask me questions as we go. And then also what I do wanna start doing is bringing people on, if you're comfortable, to do like mini coaching sessions on a specific question that you may have because I do wanna be able to provide um, tailored information for you, tailored answers for you. But the best way to have that one-on-one -on -one personal attention from me is to set up a free call right now. You can go to the link in my bio, hit schedule a call now, pick a time, and we will get on a call for 50 minutes. And we'll build a plan for you to get rid of that sticky down your heart because the goal is, okay, we need you, all of who you are in the earth. So I need to get that sticky doubt 
out of your heart to know that God fully affirms you, fully accepts you so we can launch you into your purpose. All right. So thank y'all so much for watching. I love y'all so much. Make sure you share this video. Um, let me know if there's anything else that I can add onto it that you want us to talk about next time. I will see you next Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time for another Queer Christian Conversations. Love y'all. Bye. Hello, hello. This is Coach Yama interrupting your podcast listening to let you know how you can work with me. I offer a one-on-one coaching program called The Path to Acceptance. And this program might be right for you if you want to no longer feel like a mistake, a sinner, or an abomination because of your sexual orientation. If you want to be confident that you are loved and accepted as someone made in the image of God and be 100% certain you're living in obedience with scripture, this might be right for you. And I'm offering right now a free 50-minute session that you can book with me right now if you go to my website, www.yama.com and book a free call with me right now. And on that call, we are going to decide what the plan is for you, the right plan is for you to move powerfully forward into your full acceptance from God and in God. I hope to talk to you soon. Bye.